Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're watching Oceans 13. So the cast is back at it again. So, well, not everybody. And I'll talk about that, but Oceans 13, you know, after Oceans 12, I was kind of like, I knew that they had already made a 13, but it just kind of, I don't know. I, I I I liked Ocean's Twelve. I thought it was really cool. I just didn't know what they were gonna do after that, right? Like it just kind of felt like, okay, so the whole they stole from Terry Benedict in the first one. The second one, they're paying him off the debt, and then the third one, he's coming back for revenge again. Like I I was just kind of like, ah, I don't know what the story is gonna be. I don't know who they're gonna steal from or what they're going to take or how they're gonna take it from them or you know I just didn't know what the plan was I didn't know how they were gonna up the ante so this one has all of our favorites so it's got Brad Pitt but crazy enough sadly they don't have Catherine Zeta Catherine Jones isn't in this one and I guess it was kind of implied by the end of the uh, by the end of Ocean's 12 that him and Catherine Zeta-Jones are together now after reuniting her with her father. And I just feel like I would have really liked to see her in this in this new movie. But at the same time, you know, she's a cop. She's not really... I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of the... Not the trouble or the problem. I think it's kind of like, well, she's a very strong and independent character. But at the same time, she's, if she's going to be with Brad Pitt, like, they'd have to live in Europe together and Brad Pitt's in America. And I, I just don't know. I feel like I wanted her to be in the movie, but at the same time it was like, but she's... You know, she's a cop. She's doing her own thing. Like, they have their own lives. Like, what are what's going on? So, she's not in this movie. George Clooney's in it. But there's no... There's no, um... Julia Roberts. There's no Julia Roberts. And... I was kind of disappointed. Because I was like, oh, she's been in the... The past two movies. You know, the first one was like... One of the, um... One of the goals. That was something that... George Clooney wanted, wanted, and the second one, she kind of had like a small role to play, and then the third one, they were just like, eh, she's not in it anymore, and it was because of differences, she wanted to be more involved, essentially, they were like, she was like, hey, and this next one, if you guys do another one, I want to be, I want to have a bigger role, I want to be this smart woman who can con and do all this other stuff and they were just kind of like yeah we don't really need you so I was like man that sucks because I, I really liked her but you know and I don't think she was asking for too much but like after watching the movie I was kind of like I guess she really didn't need to be in it so it was kind of fun and they they explained that in the movie by being like well where are they and then they were like it's not their fight this isn't about them. We don't need them. This is this is our thing. And I was like, yeah, good enough. You know, I went with it. 
Matt Damon. Matt Damon's in the movie as well. Back at it again. And I guess throughout the course of the movies, we kind of seen him be like this. He's this young guy who's got like ambition and he's smart, but he's like not up there yet with like Rusty and Danny. He's kind of like, he wants to be like the next them, but he's kind of like doing his own thing. And he's, you know, they, he's just the young guy that isn't up to par with them in terms of conning. And we kind of see this growth and development of him like becoming his own person, his own con artist, like top of the top. And then in Ocean's 12, he kind of, you know, he wants to be more involved, but then they just like mess him up. And he just feels like, I'm, did I miss something? What's going on? And that's funny. And then they also bring back, um, I mean, they bring back everybody else, you know, for this third one. They bring back, uh, they bring back Saul. Saul was really good in it. And I was like, man, because uh, I was like a little afraid that like he might be the one, like they might do like a funeral scene, like he passed away or whatever. But he was still, he was still there. And it's actually not him who's sick or like who's under the thing. It's Ruben. Ruben, he's the one who's sick. So I was kind of like, I was like, how weird is that? That the, that he's the one that's dying and the other guy is like still alive and trying to help out. I was just kind of like, that's, that is so backwards. Like it should have been the other way. It should have been Saul. But I didn't really, you know what? I don't really care for Saul all that much because in the second, because in Ocean's 12, he kind of just dipped he didn't help out the crew or nothing. He didn't help anybody do their thing. He was just kind of like, hey guys, I'm old. Um, I'm going to die anyways. I'm really just going to live life and spend all my money. And I was just kind of like, yeah, that's not it, dude. That's not it. And that's why I didn't like it. But if you recall, in Ocean's 12, Reuben covered Saul's share. So that's why in this one, it kind of feels like he's repaying a debt or he's like, Thank you for that. Thank you for covering my share or offering to do it. So this is me helping you when I kind of left you or left the group and whatnot. They brought back Terry Benedict, Danny Garcia, I think is his name. Uh, he still is like an enemy. You know, he's still not a good guy, but he's still like... He's somebody they can use or somebody they can help out, I guess, in a way. And then they had Al Pacino in this movie, baby. Al Pacino. So I thought it was kind of like, not that I was like confused as to why, but I was just more so like, okay, so instead of making Terry Benedict the bad bad guy now, they're making Al Pacino in it. And I thought he did his job Great. I really did not like him in this movie. And his character, I mean. His character, I really didn't like him. And I was just kind of like, he fits it. He does it. He's a good actor. Like, I was like, he's amazing, you know? Not that this is his best movie, but like, it is um, really cool to see the chemistry he has with everybody else. And I liked it a lot. So, back to it too. So this movie, there's a new motive. 
So in the first one, they stole. The second one, they were giving back what they stole. And then this third one, I was kind of like, okay, what are they going to do now? Just rob again? And they are, but they're not. It's it's payback. It's a payback movie. It's it's sweet revenge or it's, you know, get, giving somebody the, the worst that they deserve, you know, giving back what they, the wrong, you know, doing to them what they do to others, you know what I mean? Karma, just kind of like, and they are karma. So that's what I liked is just like them coming together to, to, for payback for Ruben, you know what I mean? They're back for him. They're, they're back in the, in the con artist life. They're using their skills to, to help him to get back what he lost. And I just, I thought that was a great idea instead of making it, you know, about making money or, I mean, I guess the movies have always been kind of personal, right? The first movie, he was getting tests and he was also getting money. And then the second one, it was like um, Brad Pitt and Catherine Zeta-Jones were working together and he reunited them, uh, her with his, her with her father but this one is kind of like for Ruben, you know, who's been there for us and who's helped us. And we're going to crush the guy who, who did this to you, who caused you such pain. We're going to we're gonna help you out here. And that is so cool. I like that a lot. So essentially their plan is Al Pacino's character, who I forget his name, um, he is building a new casino in Vegas. And because he's building a new casino, well, hold on, let me start. Him and Ruben were supposed to build a casino together, okay? But Al Pacino kicked Ruben out and took his money or whatever else he he put into it. And he took it from him. And then he was kind of like, it, it happens. That's what it is, you know? It was just business. So there's kind of like a code of ethics between them because they're both... The, the code is that, like, well, we both shook Sinatra's hand, and because we shook Sinatra's hand, there's, like, a mutual respect that's supposed to be between us, but instead you chose business over that respect, over that idea. So because of that, you got to get yours, you know? That's that's what happens when you break the, the, the code of ethics. That's what happens when you break the rule, you know? And the others know this, and the others know that what he did was wrong, and this is why they're getting him back as well. It's like, one, you did that to Ruben, who you shouldn't have done it to. Two, you broke the rule, which you shouldn't have done. And three, we just don't like you. You know what? How about that? Yeah, yeah, you suck. You shouldn't own. A, you shouldn't open a casino in Vegas. Like, what a waste of time. So. They're they're. They're in the production stage. So it's like they're just building the casino. And because they're just building the casino, we kind of have to learn the insights or like, how do you destroy a casino, right? And I guess the idea is like you destroy it by, uh, let's say, you know what? You destroy it by building it on top of sand, right? Like, the found you so you get it at the source you directly attack it so because they're building the casino they can they can mess with it you know they can 
whatever they're going to do for the hotel, we can mess it up for them or we can mess it up on the inside, you know? So that's how you kind of like topple the casino. So we're kind of learning how we make the casino. You kind of get the, the behind the scenes look. And in this movie, like they built like this whole set, this whole casino set, because I guess it was just a lot cheaper to do it that way. And it's awesome. The bo- it's It looks so good. It looks like a real casino, but it's very stylistically different than anything on, in Vegas. So the, the main aspect to this casinos is to bet. How do you bet or how do you um how do you how do you make money from the casino? How do you take from them? Right? Because the house always wins. But in this scenario, the house isn't gonna win. They're gonna get robbed. Robbed of a lot of money from everybody who goes in there to gamble. And because of that, how do you how do you attack it at the source? How do you really get get after it? Well, you when you think about the casinos, right? When you think about a slot machine, you know, you're just kind of like, ah, you put money in and then that's that's it, right? Well, what if the person who manufactures and makes the slot machine slot uh slot machines, what if you had a con artist in there and they tamper with the machine and then it gets delivered to that person's casino and now you can like game the system so where you can pocket a lot of money? You know? So that's essentially what they're doing. They're 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 taking all of the things that the casino needs or the casino does and they're switching it up. They're they're conning it. They're changing it. So that way they can con um Al Pacino's casino. And they do that with a bunch of things. Where they make the dice like when you think of a casino dice, you're like, eh, it's just a regular dice, right? It's made so that way it doesn't have any uh, weight to it or like you can't cheat, you know? But if you have people there where they make the dice, you can add whatever you want to it to cheat it, to make it what you want it to be. And also where they shuffle the cards, yeah, you can... You can mess with the machines that can shuffle them into the right order so you win every single time. It just, it works all so well. It's so how it, how it all happens. And in the movie, there's a funny part in it where we see two of the Ocean's Eleven members. They're kind of like, um, they, they go to Mexico where they're making the dice and all the other stuff. And they're kind of like, you see them with the workers. You see them kind of like become friends with them or like fight for them because in the movie they fight for their their payment rights because they're just like hey guys you guys are getting underpaid and you deserve more money and it's not like a lot of money but it's like they could make more and they kind of halt production for a while to fight for it and then they 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 pay the money easily but it's so it's pretty funny when when you see they're like, okay, these are the people who like make nice things for a big casino and stuff. And it's just, I, th- I found it was like a funny and cool moment that they were fighting for them, you know, when they didn't have to. And they probably shouldn't have, but they did. 
and in doing so they they have like an in at that place to like make it all happen so anyways what what they're doing is they're just attacking the source you know it's like if i could um if i could like let's say where they make like a playstation like playstation like let's say they're making the playstation 6 right playstation 6 they're making it and i can have the opportunity to go in there and like get my own playstation 6 but instead of it being like a regular playstation 6 i'm going to add like like m different crazy modifications to it so that way it's cooler than all the other playstation 6s do you see what i'm saying you go at it from the source and by going at it from the source you can make it what you want it to be and what they want this casino to be is a total cheat casino a way where they can game the system and steal so much money but not just for themselves but for anybody in there who who plays or wants to wants to bet so on top of all of that they still have to prove that they're the best they still have to be the best con artists ever and by proving it they get into a little bit of trouble they get into a little bit of trouble because Terry Benedict is involved now. And because Terry Benedict is involved, he wants something for helping them. And he's like, Al Pacino wins these five diamond awards for every hotel and casino that he opens. He has a couple. And he has like four of them. I don't know. He has like four or five of them maybe. But like, he wants another one or whatever. And Terry Benedict wants... Oh, Danny Ocean and Rusty and all of them to steal it as well. So on top of scamming the casino, they have to steal Al Pacino's diamonds and give it to Terry Benedict. But there's something they don't know is that Terry Benedict hired the Night Fox to steal the diamonds and then prove that he's the better con artist than Ocean's Eleven. And so there's kind of like a rivalry there and so on and so forth. So they have to not only beat Al Pacino, they have to beat Terry Benedict and they have to beat the Night Fox all in one round. And somehow or another, they do it. They steal the diamonds. They don't give it to Terry Benedict they, the Night Fox is proven wrong. He doesn't have the diamonds either. He has fake diamonds. And they were able to outsmart all of them. Like, that's just... That's real complexity. That's the way it really should work. And the, re the way it really does work is that, like, you have to anticipate all of these things. And they did. So, they, they just brought it all the way around is that, like, the perfect... The perfect con, you know, they rob a casino, they rob diamonds, they steal diamonds, and they they prove that there's, they're the superior group of con artists. You know, there's nobody else that can stop them. And they get, they get sweet vengeance. They get, they, they, they do it. They, they help Ruben. They get his... You know, he gets his vengeance. He he gets justice is served, you know. 
Al Pacino just lost everything. He didn't win the five diamonds. He didn't open a successful casino. He lost a bunch of money that wasn't stolen, so insurance companies will not repay him. He just lost a lot, and his reputation is tarnished. He's lost all of his diamonds. Everything is taken from him because he did the wrong thing. Sad. Sad. That's what happens. It happens that way. And on the last thing, this movie is just, this movie is a friendship movie, you know? This movie, the reason I like this movie is that, like, there's no, there really is no romantic love interest in this one, right? Like, in the first and second one, there's, like, some romance. And I guess there kind of is in this one, but it's more of, like, a con. But anyways, there's, this is a friendship, you know, friendship solely. It reminds me of, like, Holes, you know? It's just friendship movie. What what they can do for their friends. You know, Ruben's a friend. Let's do this for him because we can. What what can they do? What they do for their friends. And then it makes you think to yourself, well, what would you do for your friends? Would you completely topple a casino too? And I'm just like, absolutely I would. I couldn't do it alone, but as a group, together, all of us, we can definitely help them out. We can do it. It's possible. It's easy. And it just feels, it feels good. It feels right. And I just want to think about like, these are all people who, you know, they they weren't a part of the deal with Ruben, right? Like Ruben, Ruben's a big boy. He can make his own, he can make his own decisions and make his own business plans. And if it falls out, it falls out, right? Like that's not a requirement, you know? If he fails at something, it's not like, well, let me call up Danny Ocean and all the other guys and they're going to help me out of this tight spot. It's not like that. It's like he had a plan. He was working towards it. He got scammed out of it by Al Pacino. And now they're they're having his back, you know. And those are the people you need. That's the true sign of like, we're friends and we got you because you were there for us and you helped us and we've succeeded with you. And now we're going to succeed for you. And I like that a lot. And it's just another example of like, it, it was just a way of showing that like, they're winners. You know, we win. We will always win. We're going to, we're going to bet big and we're going to take the house. That's the way that it works. That's the way that it's going to happen. And that's the way it's going to always happen. We're going to be winners no matter what, you know, nobody can stop us. And... They were right. I mean, it's just the way that it works. You know, they they are winners. They've never failed yet. They've always succeeded in the past and they'll succeed in the future. And they're always, they're always on top. They're definitely the top dogs. And yeah, I haven't seen anything to the contrary yet. So keep on, keep on doing its thing. So friendship movie. And then there was this guy who was the, five diamond critic and he's just supposed to be a regular guy who goes into the hotel and he reviews it and if they do very well then um then he issues them the five diamond award and they kind of screw Danny Ocean and the other guys they kind of screw him over so that way 
he for sure won't win the five diamond award. So he has to get like a terrible hotel experience. He has to get a terrible room. He has to get a terrible, like they do all kinds of horrible stuff to him. He gets like a skin rash and all this other stuff, which he'll, he'll recover from. But like in the end, they end up giving him a, like an, a very nice reward. They give him some, they give him some money for his compensation for a terrible weekend in Vegas. And I thought that was really nice. I thought that was very happy because like they knew that he was going to get the short end of the stick and they were like, you know what? Let's not, you know, we don't have to do him dirty like this. You know what I'm saying? We can, after he does, after he gets treated the way that he's treated, let's send him away with something. And he wins like a lot of money from a slot machine that they rigged up. And um, yeah, I thought that was a happy ending to it all. That guy deserved it. Definitely deserved it. So, long story short, when you're watching Ocean's 13, just think of it as like, it's just a really good friendship story and it's a good way to kind of like focus on your own life and be like, I would do the exact same thing or you would be like, who would do this for me, you know? Who would definitely team up and help me out? So yeah. I hope you guys all like it. Definitely go watch it. Go give it a watch. It's a great movie. Very nice. And a good way to end it, I feel like. Perfect end to the trilogy. So, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys all next time. Thank you.